This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. I want to talk to you about the personal concept of the living entity and the personal concept of the Lord. Now, we understand that we are persons. As a living entity, we manifest as an individual. And we are a person in that we have an individual consciousness, we have perspective, personal characteristics and traits and standards. And we empower a body, not all of them, a body, this body, my body. And so we have that conception that the Lord is similar. But it's difficult to understand that the Lord, who has manifest such a gigantic material manifestation, and this is only one of many millions, and that he is all-pervading in every body as the supersoul, and has a universal consciousness such that he's aware of everything in everyone at all times in each of his expansions. We tend to think that potency, that unbelievable, gigantic, intense, uncalculable potency cannot be coming from a person. But the Vedic literature says it is most definitely coming from a person. And the person is is the embodiment of all the traits and characteristics that we experience as individuals. We've said before, and we've taught you from the Vedic literature, that we are part and parcel of the Lord, a spiritual atom. The Lord is the sum total, and we are a parcel. And as such, we have all of the characteristics of the total. And one of the characteristics is, he's a person. So, we are persons. When a materialistic person's informed about spiritual life as being as an individual and personal, they become, become afraid of becoming persons in that sense. They naturally prefer a kind of merging as opposed to individual interacting. This fearful stage of life is devoid of perfect knowledge of spiritual existence. And furthermore, there are other persons who cannot understand spiritual existence at all. But the Vedic literature teaches us that our spiritual existence is eternal. And our temporary bodily predicament is not. There's various types of speculations, philosophical speculations. There's various types of activities. There's various types of frustrations that are all on this material platform. And so the foolish, they conclude that there is no supreme position. There is no supreme cause. There is no supreme person. They think that ultimately there's just energy, void, or impersonal light. And many people through meditation, they touch that energy, which is emanating from the Lord's personal body, and think, I found it. Oh, bliss. Because it is better than this material anxiety. But it is not the full conclusion. It's not full realization of God. Some classes of men can't accept that and become frustrated. And they take shelter of intoxication, 
They have hallucinations, they have speculations, they have misconceptions, and they think that this is all my spiritual solution, my conclusion, spiritual conclusion. But one has to get above these stages of attachment to the material world and the material perspective of life and the material body. And if you get free of these, this material conception, you can then take shelter of the Lord. Because getting free of them means you realize I'm an eternal living entity with an eternal spiritual body and I have a relationship as part uh, relative to the whole. And there's therefore a relationship between the two of us. And in that relationship, there is already a loving exchange. There is already a friendship, a love, a companionship, all the positive side of the relationship with any friend. So by following the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master and opening yourself above these illusory conceptions in the mind and the body, you can follow the practices of disciplining the mind and following some principles that keeps the mind from falling back into the misconceptions and he can begin devotional life. The last stage of devotional life is called transcendental love of God. Many people come to self-realization, to religion, to God consciousness, not expecting that they will end up in a personal, loving, transcendental, spiritual relationship with God. They think that, well, I'm just going to find out what I am, who I am, self-realization. I'm just going to find out what I think is most important for me. What is my best self-interest? Um, is there any duty for me as a person as a, a, who's incarnated and taken a, a life here? And they don't anticipate that the answer is going to be yes to all those questions. And you have a duty and a service relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead as master and I am servant. We're not taught to be subservient here in the material world. We're not taught to be humble. We're taught to be arrogant. I'm the boss. I'm the smartest. I'm the most important. I'm the controller. I'm the enjoyer. And all of these things lead to a life of misconception. And the spiritual master cleanses those misconceptions from you. And when that happens to a, a sincere soul who's seeking knowledge, he often is surprised to find out that the spiritual master is the representative of God and that God is the goal, the objective of our service. The person who is deserving to be served by you and I. In the material world, misconceptions are predominant and we gradually lose those misconceptions and we become encouraged in the exchange between the Lord and the different types of living entities, servants, worshipers, however you'd like to say that. Because the Lord allows us to come to him in a variety of ways. The Vedic literature teaches there's nine processes of devotional service with many sub-branches. And all those processes leads one to the highest level of realization. 
love of God, devotional service. Moving out of the bodily conceptions and moving into the spiritual perspective requires a degree of detachment from the misinformation you've been living under. And the re-education under the instructions of the spiritual master to further educate you in the eternal science of love of God. In the teachings of the eternal science, one is given the understanding of his actual constitutional position, of the reason for his having independence, of his duty and responsibility as a realized being. I've done a show recently about coming out of the selfishness conception of life and moving to the selflessness conception of life. And the highest platform in selfless conception is I'm not here looking out for myself. I'm not trying to uh, satisfy me anymore. I recognize that what I require to be satisfied isn't really here. It's only in relationship to the Supreme Lord, the service I'm able to render, the happiness, satisfaction, joy, love I'm able to give the Lord. That stimulates a reciprocation on the part of the Lord that is many, 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 many times more rewarding than any material sense pleasure. Just for the basic fact that sense pleasure is very short-termed and temporary. But spiritual gratification that comes from service to the Lord is actually unending, uninterrupted. And that means it is fully satisfying. So these instructions have to come from the spiritual master. They can't come from someone in material consciousness of life. This is why we all go through our lives running into different people going, they don't know anything. They're wandering. They don't have any answers. They're not sure. They're still inquiring. But when you meet the spiritual master or the spiritual master's disciple, that's over. They actually have knowledge and they're imparting that knowledge to encourage others that here is that knowledge, here is that service, here is that duty, here is that vast eternal opportunity you've been looking for. Just with the dualities of this material world, we find that there is so much going on that is illusory conception of life that we tend to think that the uh, real spiritual conception of life doesn't exist until you meet someone who's living in it. But it's a very imbalanced scale. There's a huge quantity of people in illusion, and but a few people in realized status of life. But you can make the transition in the human form of life. Therefore, Vedic knowledge is intended for you. You in the human form of life, who can hear, who can understand, who can wake up, who can render service, who can relish the reciprocation with the Supreme Lord in the concept of loving devotional service. So we have a counterbalancing situation. The more one is detached from the material conception of life, the more he's attached to the spiritual conception. And actually, it kind of works the other way around. The more one inquires and gets attached to the spiritual perspective and learning from a spiritual point of view, the more detachment takes place. Automatically, these things don't matter anymore.
automatically these inferior quality things don't satisfy me. Because I've tasted something far superior, I'm still growing within that spectrum, I'm still gaining more understanding, more satisfaction, more opportunity, more fulfillment, oh my goodness, one is growing and the other is simultaneously shrinking. Just like you can't be in the light and in the dark at the same time. If you're in the dark and some light enters, poof, all the darkness is gone. Just like that. And similarly, if you're in the light and it goes out, poof, you're immediately in darkness. You can't be in the two at the same time. They're two different ends of the same continuum. Similarly, your conscious awareness cannot be a material consciousness and a spiritual consciousness at the same time. So the more you move into spiritual concept of life, the more you awaken into spiritual realization, knowledge, and values, the more the material concepts fade. If you can move quickly, you quickly go into the light. And you quickly go into self-realization. And on the other hand, the darkness is dissipated. The illusion and confusion is dissipated. So it's two ends of the same continuum. One end is material misconception and attachment, and the other end is spiritual understanding and realization and devotion. And when you see that as a fact, and you understand that as a continuum, you have control of the slider. You can slide it over with your free will and choose more spiritual involvement, activities, engagement, and realization. And this is the potency the spiritual master teaches you, delivers to you. This is why the gifts of the spiritual master are so great you can't repay him. Because he's giving you something that's dynamic. You then become the master of the concept and you're able to push your slider as hard as you want, as far as you want, till you become fully self-realized, spiritual realized, engaged in loving service, constantly uninterrupted, absolutely constantly full of love of God, fulfilled, happy, ultimately happy. Then all of the things we are here struggling in the material world with have no meaning. And you can easily be detached and not care to take another birth, not care to prolong staying here, not care to try to right all the wrongs and errors and mistakes of this material manifestation. This is the opportunity provided by the spiritual master. This is what you're supposed to learn that you don't get to learn in school and university, etc. They aren't aware of it to be able to teach it. The teacher is the spiritual master. You should seek out the bona fide spiritual master empowered by the Lord to deliver unedited, uninterrupted, undeviated in any way knowledge. The spiritual master is his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. All of his disciples call him Srila Prabhupada. And everyone can become his student and disciple and learn from him. He has placed his conscious knowledge in his books so that you can read them and become realized because he is delivering the message that the Lord believes everyone deserves to hear. So the path for his delivery is open. It's just whether you leave it open or you close it. Because you have free will. You can go to the light switch and turn it on or turn it off. 
You can sleep, live, work, walk in darkness. Or you can sleep, work, live, walk in the light. Your free will determines this. But the light is always there. Just like the cloud covers the sun. You can't see it. It dims it. It isn't changing the sun. It's changing your perspective, your perception of the sun. Similarly, the Lord is there with an opportunity for you to render service to him, a spot, a space that's permanently your space. Here, fill your space. Please come back. Render some service, please. It's up to you whether you do or don't. So the spiritual master revives the spiritual consciousness of the student. And the student works under the instructions of the spiritual master, which tells him what to avoid and what to adopt, such that his path is guaranteed. I did a program on this recently about the guarantee. It's astonishing that the spiritual master guarantees you success if you follow the instructions he gives you. The spiritual master doesn't have to be here with you. He's there in his instructions. Sir, please do this. Please don't do this. Please understand this. Please avoid these things. Please take control of your mind and senses and work in such a way to benefit yourself. This is the instructions. If you do that, the potency, the power is there. Just like the doctor, he gives you some medicine. Don't take that medicine. Take this medicine. So many times a day, so many drops, whatever it may be, according to the prescription, and you will be cured of the disease. The doctor isn't sitting there going, sir, take your medicine. Again, please, take your medicine. No. He's given you the instruction, and he's given you the medicine. Now all you have to do is follow. And if you follow, the disease goes away. Well, we're suffering with the material disease. And the doctor is the spiritual master. And the medicine is nine processes of devotional service. It starts with hearing from the spiritual master and reading the Vedic literature and chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, the purifactory medicine. This is a foolproof method. So I did that show recently, The Guarantee, describing to you all the different opportunities, all the different potencies, I should say, that combine to guarantee you success in becoming a self-realized soul, reviving your eternal consciousness, engaging in the service of the Lord eternally, and returning to the spiritual world, leaving behind this temporary manifestation that we're all so foolishly attached to. You see, we all have the tendency to be attached. It's just a matter of what are you attached to. If you don't have the superior understanding to be attached to spiritual life, you will automatically be attached to material life. And the material life causes problems. It's inferior by constitution. Therefore, it can't deliver what you're looking for. So out of mercy, benevolence, kindness, compassion... The Lord sends an unending, unbroken chain of spiritual masters so there's always someone here to give you the guidance just waiting for you to be ready. And when you're ready, you find the spiritual master's books and you read the Vedic literature and you follow his instructions and you become freed of the material disease. And you return to your original spiritual consciousness full of love, full of happiness, full of bliss, full of knowledge, Constantly, uninterrupted. 
Now that's what we all want, uninterrupted bliss. So this opportunity is presented to you and me and everyone else if we try with our free will to put aside our material attachments and seek spiritual advice, seek spiritual knowledge. If you just hear from the spiritual master, if you just hear the Maha Mantra, your path opens. How fast you go down that path is your use of your free will. But you're on it. You can identify it. You know it. This is why the Lord has prescribed the chanting of the holy name, because you can use it whenever you want. If you hear the holy name, it purifies you. If you hear it again, it does again. Again, okay, more purification. Again and again and again and again, more purification. A whole lot. A whole lot of purification. Oh my goodness. Now I'm not so confused. I'm not so attached. This opportunity is open to you. Just step on. Start. Say Hare Krishna. Say the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Advancement. You just heard it from me saying it for you. Advancement. And your spiritual path begins. And there's no loss on this path. This path is spiritual, eternal, ever-growing, ever-beautiful, ever-full-of-love, ever-fulfilling to you. Take to the path of spiritual knowledge. Follow the instructions of Srila Prabhupada. Read Bhagavad Gita as it is. Chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Liberate yourself by your own understanding, by your own individual free will. You have that opportunity and potency. This is what makes us satisfied. This is what opens the door to self-realization, to love of God, fulfillment of the self eternally. So take to this opportunity. This is for those people who've realized this material manifestation, isn't it? For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.